Okay, hello everybody. Um, welcome to a, another episode of Midwest Madness. Um, a true crime, cryptid, conspiracy, and cult podcast. I am Emily. And I'm Danielle. And this is Sirius. Thank you, Sirius. Good sniffs. Um, and it is my turn to tell a story today. And my turn to listen. And Danielle's turn to listen. Um... And make interrupting comments. Should we say, like, if you're new here... Well, I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. If you're new here, welcome. Um, How we do things is I tell a story one week and Danielle tells a story the next. Yep. And then we talk about it. (laughs) And I don't know the story that Emily's doing and Emily doesn't usually know the story that I'm doing. Sometimes we'll tell each other just to make sure... The other doesn't do it. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, really topical. Yeah. Like Jody Who's in True. Yep. Um, Okay, so let's get into it because we don't like to dilly-dally. Well, I do, but... Well, I mean, I just don't (laughs) think we have any, like... Breaking news. Yeah. Not right now. Not right now. Um, I guess I could say that some people on our Facebook group wanted me to look more into Carol Ann Fugate's childhood, and I said I might talk about that at the beginning of this podcast, but I decided that I'm just going to post anything i find on the facebook group okay so rather than doing a podcast yeah. update you'll just do something yeah on that. so okay. that's a good idea I like be that. on the lookout um, below okay or fun thing we could try is like an updates podcast where we just like because that jody who's in true might they might have a body update soon and like sounds like a snooze fest <laughs> how <laughs> dare you just being honest how dare you okay. i think it'd be fun um that would just be the type of episode I would skip. <laughs> okay, well, listeners, you let us know what you want to hear. If That's you, true. If yeah. you want to hear, like, updates, because um, we have that Cindy Yedis trial is going to be happening in October, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm sure we'll have other things that we could just do quick updates on um, at that point. So. Yep. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So I'm doing the Unsolved Mystery Ooh. of Linda Sherman. I've never heard of this, I don't think. Okay. It's but I, I do love an unsolved, but I also hate an unsolved. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I think we could probably assume who did it, but like you we said, are assuming. <laughs> like you said last week, don't uh, make an ass out of you and me. me. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's go for it. Um, I'm, I'm ready. Linda Sue Lutz was born in 1957 in Florissant, Missouri. Florissant, Missouri is a suburb of St. Louis, which is on the east side of the state, um, for those of you who don't know. When Linda was a junior in high school, she met Donald Sherman, who was a senior. They quickly fell in love and were married quite fast. High school sweethearts. On February 10th, 1975. Huh. Her dad was like 10 years old-ish. Oh, 15. Sorry, 15. No, whatever. Who cares? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) The two rented a house right next door to Linda's parents, Walter and Eleonora. Oh, I kind of like that. I kind of like that name, too. Um, And Linda gave birth to their daughter, Patty, when she was 17, right before the start of her senior year in high school. Can you imagine? No. Your senior year and having a child. No. Me that would be either. That would be tough. My senior year would have been so much different. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, now, 
it's a, I guess it's like a little nicer because Linda did really rely on her mom to help watch the baby since she was right next door. I was going to say they were right next door, right? And her mom didn't work. So she would just like drop her baby off before school. Her mom would watch her all day and then she would pick her back up after school. So in hindsight, not the worst situation. Yeah. She did have a good support system, it sounded like. That's good. That helps for sure. Yeah. Um, now, while she was in school, Don had gotten a job as an assistant manager at a gas station to help support the family. He was older than her, or were they the same One age? year. Oh, okay. So, he had so, already graduated. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. He gets his fun year, senior year. She's got... Yeah, she's got a baby. Rude. <laughs> and <laughs> just, she's married. Yeah, just kidding. I, that, whatever you want to do is fine. I was yeah. just being snarky. Um, now, when Linda graduated... She worked in many different jobs, um, ranging from a sales associate at Sears and Sight Oil Company to a cocktail waitress at a place called The Flaming Pit. And yeah. That's a sweet name. Sounds like my kind of place. Yeah, right. I'm kind of wondering, is it like barbecue? That would make that would make sense. If so. And it is Missouri. Sounds delicious. Is it uh, Missouri? Isn't Missouri kind of like known uh. for barbecue am i making Saint things Louis up baby back ribs question mark <laughs> barbecue sauce are we making question? things up we're making, we're making <laughs> yeah, things. i don't know somebody let us know if we're making things up it's um, fine <laughs> and then so she, we do her final job was at the u.s government record center okay um the couple wouldn't have what i would call a happy marriage mm. um they were young yes. and they had a bunch of money problems their schedules also conflicted, so um, he worked days and she worked nights. Okay, and that's hard. That's hard on mature adults, even. Yeah, like their children. So they weren't well, really, you know, what I mean, being able to spend time with each other or Patty as a family. So it was just it got hard. Yeah, which is understandable. Again, they're so young. Yeah. Um. Now this land, Linda to taking Patty and moving out multiple times throughout their relationship to then just moving back in. Um, so it was pretty rocky. So they would break up, get back together, break up, get back together. Okay. Which not super stable in any way, shape or form. No. Um, it, uh, Linda's family also mentioned that Don could be rather possessive possessive of her yeah never good that's always scary he needed to know where she was at all times and he didn't like when she hung out with any of her friends or even her own family that is called manipulative and controlling behavior yeah never a good sign no when they're trying to isolate you from your friends and family sorry my neighbor has a god that's large truck that is very loud yeah, it's really deep and low in the headphones, mm. and it scared the... Co- Did you see my face? Yeah, it's a truck, everybody. Oh, my God. I live in the boonies. I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. Let's <laughs> gonna see. Um, let's see here. In October of 1977, just two years after they got married, Linda filed for divorce, but by November... So, literally the next month, the two were back together, and Linda had called the divorce off. So, this kind of just shows you, you know. It was very, very up and down. On and off, on and off, on and off. 
Um, let's see. After this, Linda and Don moved into a bigger house and decided to try to expand their family because it's always a good idea. Yeah, especially when things are unstable. Let's just add more chaos to the mix. That sounds like a good idea. Someone might get mad at us for saying that, but... But it's a fair (laughs) assessment. Kids Um, are chaotic and it's hard. You should never use a child to try to fix a marriage. Yes. Um... Linda got pregnant, but then later, unfortunately, had a miscarriage. Oh, that's so sad. After the miscarriage, Linda's health began to decline. She was diagnosed with epilepsy and often had seizures. Because of this, the two decided it would probably be a good idea to not have any more children. Yeah, that's probably a safe idea. Yeah. After this, the relationship began to sour again. Linda actually believed that Dawn was tampering with her car to intentionally hurt her. That's really scary. These fears were worsened when Don threatened to kill her, their daughter, and himself. Yikes. Yeah. Um, Because of this, Linda took out a restraining order against Don, which a judge granted. She took Patty and moved to a small apartment in St. Anne, Missouri. But as I'm sure you can guess, about a month later, Don and Linda were back back together. together. Shocking. (laughs) Because that's not, like, their history history repeating itself over and over again. Yeah. But again, he he sounds low-key manipulative, or, like, abusive, which, do you, do you feel like that's a fair assessment? Um, yeah, I would Like, probably. really, like, low-key. And they do say... Probably definitely emotionally and mentally. And, you know, it is really hard to get away from an abuser. Oh, yeah. So... We're not in any way shaming her or saying, like, oh, look at this. is so sad. It, like, it's just, statistically, it's very, very hard to get away from an abuser. Yep. Um, in the spring of 1985, Linda was tired of the same old routine. She began saving money from her job to officially leave Dawn. Good for her. On April 11th, 1985, so this is 10 years after they got married. Okay. Linda officially filed for divorce again. Just 11 short days later, things took a sudden bad turn. Oh, no. Linda clocked out of work at approximately 2.06 a.m. and got home around 3 a.m. When Linda got home, Don was waiting up for her, demanding to know where she had been. She's like, work, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how far work, like her work was from her house. Okay. So, that is about an hour between, so... Yeah. But, who knows? And it's none of his business, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, not really. Um, Linda refused to answer all of his questions, and this caused um, some fighting. I was going to say, I bet he took that really well. Yeah. They fought until about 4 a.m. before they both went to bed. Linda on the living room sofa and Don in the master bedroom. What a gentleman letting her... (laughs) oh wait wait (laughs) yeah just kidding actually (laughs) when i was writing this i was like i had to double check that i was like wait she took the couch to be completely honest like i'm not a super tall person like i'm average height but like i fit on a couch a lot better than a guy would yeah so i might just be like just get out of my face go away i'll sleep on the couch yeah um now a few hours later their daughter patty got up to get ready for school I'm scared for Patty. That particular morning, Patty is fine. Okay. Don took Patty to school, which Patty thought was weird because this was something that her mom usually did. 
She also thought it was weird that her mom was still asleep on the couch when they left. She thought this was weird because um, she thought her mom would, like, wake up and, like, tell her she loved her and to have a good day at school. Like, I'm sure they probably weren't quiet. Yeah. And you would think she would probably have woken up and yeah. whatever. But she just noted this as odd. Um. I- I have a bad feeling in my soul right now. Do you feel like she was dead? Yes. So did I. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just, in my gut, that's kind of what I feel like. Yeah. uh, According to Don, though, um, he dropped Patty off at school. He headed to work. He stated that he arrived home around 6 p.m. that evening and Linda was still there. He said that she was up and crabby because she was running late for work. He said that the... Well, I suppose that actually does kind of make sense because isn't she usually... She's usually, like, working. She works at night, so maybe she's just, like, a really heavy sleeper. But she's usually the one to get up and take her patty to school. Okay, that's a good point. You're right. So unless, like... But they were fighting, so she was up even later... I still think, like, as a mom, I'm not a mom, but I would assume if you're a mom. You're a dog mom. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She just rolled her eyes at me. (laughs) I would assume if you're a mom and it's your routine to take your kid to school every day, just because you're up a little later one night, that's not going to stop you from. That's true. Like, she could always take her daughter to school, come back, and go back to sleep. Did Patty see her that night, too, or have you just not gotten there? Patty didn't. The last time Patty saw her mom was that morning, sleep on the couch. Okay, so just according to the husband she was correct okay so i'm still i'm still suspicious yeah um she so she said he was crabby running late for work he said that the two barely spoke and that she left shortly after he got home although no one ever saw her leave now i want to state like it's six o'clock in the evening yes that's typically a busy time for like people coming yeah. and going yeah. being out in the yard playing um this is april in missouri so typically Pro- probably, probably like mid 50s 60s yeah weather, it's probably nice kids are probably outside yeah especially back then because they didn't it wasn't this like in the 80s uh 1985 yeah, yeah. so like they didn't have the technology so more yeah. kids would play outside and i would assume I mean, I notice when our neighbors, my neighbors come and go here. I notice when our neighbors at home come and go. Yeah. You would think if she would left around especially, 6 p.m. Especially if that's the routine and you know that's the yeah. routine. And she drove, uh, I think it was a yellow Volkswagen bug. So, oh, like, so it's not like it's a subtle car. Yeah. <laughs> so you would think somebody would have seen her leave, but nobody apparently did do you think she drove that bug and just would laugh when kids would punch each other (laughs) i wonder if they did that back then oh i'm sure they did kids are always looking for a reason to punch each other in the arm (laughs) um linda never arrived to work that night and she has never been seen alive again um when oh she was she was dead that morning she had to be dead that morning yeah i have a feeling like but i don't know I don't know. Um, so when 
Linda didn't arrive home from work later that night. Don didn't think too much about it at first because this seemed to be a regular occurrence, according to him. Um, he believed that Linda was having an affair, so he thought that that's where she could have gone. But the night before, he just flipped out at her for not being home. Yeah. So, clearly, he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In my opinion, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> However, after Linda had been missing for more than a day... And when Linda's family finally became aware that she was missing, they urged Don to make a missing person report. Why did they not just file a missing person's report? I don't know. Because can't, can't they do that too? I'm sure they could have, but maybe they thought it would mean more. From someone from who lived him. with her? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I can understand that that thinking. Yeah. Um, so as soon as Linda's family learned that she was missing, they decided to start looking for her. They drove all over town looking for her or her car, which was missing with her. They handed out flyers with her photo on it and offered a $1,000 reward for any information regarding her. Okay. Um, Linda's family did eventually find her yellow Volkswagen abandoned at the St. Louis International Airport. The car didn't bring any new clues. Could that be any more freaking cliche right it's always the airport well and it's like do you really think that people are gonna honestly not look at okay i'm assuming no offense to husbands or wives but it's so often the spouse Mm -hmm. i'm 100 percent assuming it's him right now i don't i don't know anything about this story we don't know but at this point i can tell you that okay at this point i'm like 100 percent assuming it's him and like why, why do they always do that why do they always go oh i'm gonna bring it to the airport so people will think they ran away, ran away. like like you can't check that it, <sighs> yeah i don't know um so when days turned to weeks and weeks turned to months linda's family knew that linda had more than likely met a violent end they knew that linda never would have let left patty behind with don um it was later confirmed by police that linda was in fact having an affair with a co-worker However, his involvement in Linda's disappearance was, like, cleared. Okay. I don't know if that's So he had, like, an alibi or something. Yeah. He just wasn't involved. Okay. (laughs) Um, When police questioned Don, he firmly believed that Linda had run off with the person she was having an affair with. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Yeah, I'm so sure. He even stated that there was a miss a bag missing with linda's stuff in it yeah that he put all her stuff in yeah like that he used to kill her he even told police that a few weeks after she went missing he saw linda in a car with a man when linda noticed him he said that she ducked how convenient it's like wow you're the only one the only one who saw her (laughs) twice now that he's the only one that saw her twice now no well well, after the daughter saw her, he oh, said that yeah, you're right. he saw her awake. Yep. And so now this is the second time he's the only one that's... Wow, really convenient. I cannot believe they didn't find him guilty of something. Like... <laughs> they just, like... I couldn't definitively... Which is fair, like, because you, you know, you have to find beyond the shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, if a DA can't prove that 99% of the time, they're just not going to do anything. Yeah. And 
let's see um the literally the next sentence i have is although most of linda's family and friends all believe that don had something to do with linda's disappearance police couldn't connect don to it at all um yeah you just think with like their history yeah and what kind of relationship they had and if she was having an affair and like she was looking at filing a divorce and like yeah we've seen that he's and he admitted to them fighting yeah the night before so yeah i'm just i'm glad that like when you said that patty woke up the next morning i was so scared you were gonna say she found her mom dead on the couch like you know like she'd been stabbed or something and i was like oh no but so so i'm glad that patty didn't see anything because like that would be so traumatic Mm -hmm. but yeah i I definitely think Donna is involved, like her family and friends. Yeah. And probably the police. No, it didn't help that Don lawyered up right away and refused to take a polygraph. Although I, I will say that I'm not like a bit, big advocate for a polygraph. I'm not either. I feel like I would fail well, any yeah, polygraph I took. They because they register your stress. They yeah. don't register the, the truth. Right. So, you know, as much as that doesn't... Like, isn't a huge thing against him. The fact that he, like... No, you know what? To be I would lawyer up Oh, yeah. I was going to say, to be completely honest, if I was married and my husband went went missing, I'd be like, I need a lawyer. Yeah. So, I I can't really hold, like, much of this against him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I could see where it does look. Especially, again, taking his history into account. Yeah. Um, Although, did it say he ever got violent with her, or was he just manipulative and controlling? I didn't see anything that specifically said he got violent with her, but, you know. So, we just don't really know. We just don't know. Okay. I was just curious. We can't assume that he did, because that would be wrong. Yeah. Um, Well, that wouldn't be fair to him, for sure. Yeah. He felt that police only focused on him and didn't follow up on any other leads. Which... Which they didn't really... Does tend to happen. It does, but they didn't really even have any other leads that I could find. So... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I... I'll tell you later. Okay. It's fine. (laughs) She looked at me really weird, so... Yeah, I did. Sorry. Um, Okay. The toll of Linda's disappearance was felt hard by Don. Poor Don. He truly believed that Linda had just upped and walked away from her life. Like, he was like to is he still alive he's not he passed away in uh 2015 but to the end he was like she that was the story he was singing okay um their daughter patty went to live with her maternal grandparents and only saw her father on the weekends don turned to alcohol to help cope with his stress um or his guilt or his guilt yeah i and one of my sources i read this is kind of crazy it said that um i didn't put it in here because i didn't really think it was like relevant but i'm gonna tell you now anyway yeah you don't go for it um it said that his mom had shot and killed his dad like during this time what um because of like alcohol like alcohol was like a big factor apparently in both of their lives and she was just i don't know like you should see my face you guys <laughs> i'm like shook this, just that's like, incredibly coincidental yeah yeah so weird that was only in one of my sources Sirius is not pleased you're moving around sorry um oh he's so cute though now 
After five years and no answers, a new development finally happened in Linda's case. Ooh. Yeah, this is crazy. On June 28th, 1990, at about 12.30 p.m., two Transworld Airline flight attendants were getting lunch together at a Mexican restaurant called Casa Gallardo in Bridgeton, Missouri, when they looked out the window and noticed something strange. Um, in the plants outside of the window, oh. they noticed oh God. a human skull. <gasps> what? Yep. In the middle of town? In the middle of a town, like just sitting outside of a restaurant in the what and it wasn't like hidden the actual it was just like sitting there what the actual fuck yeah wait it gets weirder um so they of course like they called over the restaurant manager immediately and they were like um wtf is that bro is this like is this decor what is happening um oh my god the restaurant manager was like no i've never seen that before he's like i don't know what it is either y'all he called police (laughs) um my god that's so weird now if this wasn't crazy enough okay guess what and i'm not ready don just happened to have been at that restaurant the same day what in fact he had frequented that restaurant often to get drinks probably margaritas because duh what (laughs) i like i don't my brain is short-circuiting i don't have anything else to say but okay i'm gonna keep going yeah please do something even weirder happens because something's gonna come out of my mouth so the local police were able to determine that the skull was female and that it was from recent history so it wasn't like so it wasn't like an ancient or something like that yeah but that's all they could figure out um the skull went on a shelf where it collected dust now 14 months later, on September 6th, 1991, the Vignata Park Police Department, who is handling Linda's case, got an unsealed envelope. Inside was a oh, Super Bowl be so good. flyer from the same restaurant where the skull was found, and written on the back was one sentence, the Bridger- Bridgeton police have Al Sherman's skull. <laughs> what? <laughs> The Vignata Park Police didn't even know the skull had been found prior to this, but testing was done, and it was, in fact, found to be Linda's skull. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. What? I I can't. I literally can't. can't, So, yeah, they just randomly find the skull. Okay. Placed outside of a restaurant, and then a flyer shows up 14 months later. If it was Don who put it there, why? Or why did he have the skull? Or why did whoever have the skull had it with them? They think it was probably buried and then re- In the middle of town? No, like buried and then the person who knew where it was buried went and dug it up. Yeah, but why? And then put it somewhere where people would find it. But why? What was the goal? Uh, One of the sources I read- Again, I didn't want to mention this because, like, it's speculation. So, well, we'll just take most it out. Most of this is. case yeah. is speculation. They said that um, Don wanted to get remarried, and how many years was this after she five? I feel like so she wasn't uh, legally. Know, can you? She wasn't is it legally seven years for legally declaring someone declared, dead. I don't know for sure. I didn't look it up, but I don't think she was legally declared dead yet. So they're 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 saying that maybe he wanted to get remarried. So. They 
brought the skull he brought the skull up and then when they didn't figure like figure out who it was like 14 months later this he just sent the letter to the police what this is this is crazy yeah i Uh, just can you imagine so put yourself in first in the women's shoes that find this skull. like they just wanted to go get their queso and their quesadillas yeah and they probably just like got had a long overnight shift on the on the plane plane. dealing with crazy people in first class and they're like girl i could really use a marg and some cheese dip yes like i would do um and then they just (laughs) just sat in this restaurant and they just see the skull they're like oh that's weird that's hey do you think that's decor i wonder into like i wonder how long it was there before it was found because although it was like in plain sight and they saw it right away like who knows like i'm not the most observant person in the world i'll be the first to say oh my gosh i have i have a friend and they do listen to this so you know who you are i will have been in the past been like dude look at that really hot guy and they're like where and he will have like walked past us i'm like well it's too too late now or like lol do you see that puppy and she'll be like where and i'm like it's literally right in front (laughs) right in front of us and not even like i feel like even the letter is like even a little crazier the bridgeton police have l sherman skull that's all it said especially because it came how do they know it came from the same restaurant the flyer had the oh it was a super bowl flyer and it was like and it was like come come celebrate okay super bowl at casa yard whatever yeah I'm, you know, I'm really proud of you for your Spanish because you took French and Chinese. I don't. So I'm I, like really proud of you. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Oh, my God. This is. That is so crazy. Yeah. Now, should we keep going? <laughs> I mean, I think we can, but I may circle back to this. That's totally As fine. I think about it. Cause yeah. I'm like legit shook. Now, at this point, the police sent the case to the FBI, but not even I they feel like that was a good choice. were able to come up with any viable leads. They couldn't pull any fingerprints or DNA off the letter that was sent. So where, whoever had written it had gone through great lengths to hide their identity. Well, and this was also the early 90s. So, like, we yeah. didn't, they didn't have the technology that they have now of even touch DNA and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. blah. Um. But, I mean, the, the person who put the skull there and the person who wrote the letter are obviously the same person. Well, yeah, more than likely. Police um, re-interviewed people connected to the case, and there were a few rumors that went on, like, went around regarding Linda. The first one being one of Don's ex-girlfriends telling police that Don had confessed to her that he killed Linda, but this lead didn't go anywhere. Do you think he killed Linda? Uh, it, yeah. That's that is just my assumption as well. Because there are no other suspects, suspects or like viable Cause like, options. Did you say that the guy that she was having the, the affair with was cleared, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, I was going to say otherwise. Was was that person that she was dating? Do you know if they were with someone else? Were they? Was he also? Okay. I don't know that. Because I could see it being like a jealous wife or like an angry wife or you know. But like, yeah, I don't think that was I it. Um, another rumor that went around was there was a cocaine ring at Linda's employer and like a place of employment. That's convenient. And she was killed to be silenced. But, but again, like this didn't go anywhere. Um, 
and then i feel like everybody always wants to have like the shady drug dealer connection i feel like that's that's come up in our stories before like um the canitas case Mm -hmm. there was some drug connection and like i think there was one other one oh Oh, jody jody jody's case it was mentioned in like one source yeah yeah um and then there was one other lead that was brought to police um and this led them to search a property in Perryville, Missouri for Linda's body, which is about 90 miles away from where Linda went missing. But this didn't lead to anything either. Um, With no other leads, Linda's case went cold again. In July of 2001... Ooh, so we've jumped like eight years? 11. 11, oh. The show Unsolved Mysteries aired an episode about Linda's case, hoping that it would generate some new leads, but... I love that show. Again there was nothing that's so okay how good do you have to be or lucky I lucky guess. i would say like because i feel like there's like a joke amongst true crime fans where they're like haha i could totally get away with murder yeah i absolutely could not no i couldn't either. my mouth is way too big i would blab to somebody i just yeah. can't keep my mouth shut about certain things and that would be one of them because the guilt would probably eat me alive yep um, there was also something that said they they did bury Linda's skull in the cemetery, but they That's exhumed it. So sad. Yeah. Um, some years later, to try to test it to get like soil samples off of it to see if they mm. could match like the soil from the skull to a place where maybe so they could her try body and find the rest of her body was buried, but oh. again came to nothing. So. This is so crazy. All we have on this case, the rest of Linda's body has never been found. That's really sad. No arrests have ever been made. Her poor family. I know. Don Sherman passed away on May seventh, twenty fifteen, at the age of fifty eight. Whoa, that's young. Yeah, and he claimed he had nothing to do with Linda's death until the very end. Um, and that is the unsolved case of Linda Sherman. Wow. You did not think that was going there, did you? No, that was a really good find. I know. <laughs> I'm like, like I said, I love Unsolved and I hate Unsolved because like, I'm with you. I totally think it was him. I think it was Ron. Don. Don. God, I was <laughs> like, that wasn't right. Um, But like, how do you just not have any evidence at all? You know, like they have nothing. Nothing. But, I mean, you got to think, too, like, let's say, allegedly, that he did do it. Um, he literally had from, he had so much time. He, yeah, he had from, like, 4 a.m. until 6 p.m. Well, even or, after his, do- he brought his yeah. daughter to school, I would say, so, well, nine. Did, but didn't he work? So, didn't he have to? Apparently, but you still, like, I mean, I don't know what time he had to be to work. Yeah. I don't know. So you still that's still a lot of time. A ton of time. To do what you gotta do. And like And they he didn't sorry, that was loud. Yeah, go ahead. Um, he didn't like report her missing right away. Yeah, because it wasn't her family it was her family, right? That was like You should probably yeah. report her. He just quote unquote assumed she had was like run off with her guy or whatever. So the one that he didn't even know for sure existed. Existed, yeah. That is so sus. Yeah, so it's pretty sad. Poor That's Patty. Really, yeah, that is really sad. And like clearly 
he was not a great person to be around because she moved in with her mom's parents. Parents, yeah. After her mom and I don't was know gone. if that was because of his work schedule, because um, he didn't work on the weekends, and that's when she went and hung out with yeah. him. Yeah. So that could have just been something as simple that's as true. the work schedule. That's true. But but it is suspicious. We don't know. So yeah. Oh, how old was Patty when mom died? Um, Roughly. she was in fourth grade. Oh, that's so little. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Not that it's not sad if she's older, but like, that's so little. Yeah. That's like nine or ten. Yeah. So. Ugh. I hate that. It's, yeah, crazy. Poor thing. And then just to have a skull show up. That is so. At a Mexican restaurant that Don frequents. That's so fucking weird. It's so either so someone weird. was like brilliant and was framing him, totally framing him, or he's just like the luckiest SOB in the world. <laughs> like, cause uh, is he stupid enough to like put the skull outside of a restaurant he was just at? I'm almost wondering if like, did he put it there on purpose, or was he like moving her body, and like he had it like in a bag or something, and it like fell out of the bag? No, it looked. They said it was like placed. Oh, okay, so it was too precise to be an yeah. accident okay because yeah it was like very like much place so people would see it god that would haunt me forever when i was in college i don't know if i've ever told you a story when i was in college um i went to school way up north as mm-hmm. you know and i was walking around lake bemidji and on the shore like by campus there was like a bone sticking out of the ground and it scared me so bad. Like, I took a couple pictures of it, and then I, like, brought it to one of my biology professors and was like, can you tell if this is human or not? Because it really freaked me out. Jeez. No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. And um, it turned out to be deer, which, like, thank God. But it was just, it was, like, right on the shore of the lake, and it was kind of, like, right by campus. And, like, there had been a dude that had gone missing, and I was oh, like. Oh, scary. Yeah, they ended up finding him, I believe, in the lake. Oh, yeah. This is why I'm afraid of water. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I love the water. Um. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I would be really, really freaked out if I found a skull, like a human skull. Oh God. Ugh. Just trying to enjoy your Mexican food. This is why I don't eat Mexican. <laughs> this is why Mexican is my favorite. Cause you're action. Not- action action <laughs> we want action <laughs> lunch and a show oh my god yeah um that was a good one thanks yeah i like that one that was crazy yeah i was kind of surprised i'd never heard of it before yeah because that's a great story yeah um well, let us know you know you guys know what we mean by a great, great story. story we don't mean like we're happy it happened but like twists and turns are fun yeah you know and it's sad that it's a real person, but hopefully you guys understand what we're saying. Yes. Um, we'd love to hear, obviously, what you guys think. Yes. Um, so let us know. Uh, my sources were truecrimearticles.wordpress.com, The Unsolved Disappearance of Linda Sherman, um, and unsolved.com. Um, and then the Unsolved Mysteries episode, it aired July 2nd, 2001. Um, there was no, like, episode number, number attached to it. Okay. And it's literally just, like, the first 10 minutes of the show. It's not the whole episode. Oh, okay. Um, but they do talk to Don. Really? In it. Yep. 
Did he feel really sus when they were talking to him? Were he you like, just looks mm-hmm. kind of slimy. Ugh, that's so sad. Yeah. Um. So if you guys want to watch that, I actually watched it on YouTube because the you had to like I had to download something special to watch it on Amazon Prime, and I just wasn't in the mood to do that. So that's fair. If you look it up on YouTube, they have the episode on there. Okay. So And that is that. Um. And then our socials are. Uh, Instagram is MW Madness Podcast. Our um, Gmail is the same, MW Madness Podcast at gmail.com. And our Facebook group is Midwest Madness Group. If you need re- to request to join, then you are in the right place. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we greatly appreciate it and we also super love when you review and follow and rate our podcast on apple podcasts and on spotify yeah um other than that we hope you have a a great rest of your week rest of your week of your week and (laughs) we'll talk to you next tuesday bye